Welcome, friends, to the Catchy Lefty Podcast. This is the podcast where we take a look at uh, all the things following the lectionary, and we talk about the things that our group, our, our pastors' fellowship, our uh, creative team is doing. And uh, we wanted to do one final episode that's just basically a recap of the whole church year. Uh, my name is Jonathan Sprang. I'm also joined by my friends Chris Patton and Jennifer Chapman. How are you doing, guys? Doing great. Cool. So I thought we'd just start out just by giving some of our overall feelings. Uh, we just finished Pentecost Sunday. Uh, how are your overall feelings for the entire church year? Jen, why don't you start us off? <laughs> My feelings for the entire church year. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This was one of those years. I really enjoyed the Revelation text there at the end. I had a lot of fun with those, but at the same time, I just felt kind of exhausted. I felt like I was doing the army crawl to the finish line of Pentecost Sunday this year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can all relate to that in some level for sure. Yeah. For sure. Chris, what about you? Uh, it was a good year. Um, boy, it felt like, you know, working through these series – I guess I'm kind of with Jen. Working through Revelations was great this last series, but it was exhausting. Mm -hmm. But I think it was a good exhausting, like having to work through the text and dealing with some some of the things that we sort of hit glancing blows at, sort of deal with them more directly because they get brought up in the text. So that was fun. Yeah. We really enjoyed um, the Revelation series as well. We We had a lot of fun kind of this whole year focusing on um, calling, so we kind of had this side, like, because um, our, our, we relaunched we, we our vision statement for the next 10 years, and basically we, we wanted to focus this whole year kind of, when we can fit calling in, we want to try to address it, and so that really became a, a kind of a side thing that kind of went along with us through the church year and through these series, we were able to, to bring calling in and talk about it, and so our church, um, a lot of people in our church have really been... Um, Praying about their calling, figuring out what they what they want to do. Um, some people are are figuring, trying to figure out if they need to quit their job and do something different, or or they're trying to figure out how they can use their giftings um, at Catalyst. Uh, so that that was kind of a kind of a side thing along with the what to expect, or I'm sorry, the the church year um, that that we've experienced here at Catalyst. But uh, so we kicked off the year at Advent with our Advent series, what to expect when we're expecting, and we followed through. Um, the Old Testament readings. Old Testament really works well with Advent, I think, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. What? Any highlights you can think of or remember? I know it was a while ago. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't know we were having a quiz this morning. Donna. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just anything, anything, whatever. I know you mentioned a little bit about, uh, you know, the, when we talked about the series, making sure that we addressed things about expect, expectation, you know, even especially with mothers and things like that. Right. Yeah, I think I think I may have distanced myself from that um, that whole theme for those reasons. I mean, I used it, but in a very 
non having anything to do with pregnancy kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of anything that stands out to you, Chris, about the advent this year? Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Um, yes. <laughs> I really, I really appreciated when we had the initial conversation about the theme and I remember the conversation and I remember your uh, thoughts on it, Jen. And I remember that being very helpful because we were dealing with a theme that sometimes deals with uh, pregnancy. Um, so it, it, I remember the conversation. I remember it helping us think through those texts with that sense, but also dealing with the struggles of uh, some of those issues that come up that aren't so uh, – so you're expecting and things don't work out the way that you want or or anticipate or think. So that really helped as we were working through those texts. That it, There's this expectation, but also this sense of, but life doesn't always, we don't get what we expect sometimes, and there's a lot of pain that, that comes with that too. So we were able to work through kind of the theme that way, and that was really helpful yeah. for us and for our church. Yeah, that's great. Uh, like I mentioned before, we had just announced our new vision statement for, for the next 10 years. And um, so we spent a series right after that announcement, just kind of walking through like, okay, here's some of the things we could, we're, we're hoping and we're expecting to happen. And so this series really became a place for us to even not, not just as individuals, but as a church, how do we move forward when we don't know what the future holds? Um, and so we were able to, to kind of use these texts to help guide our congregation specifically through the process of what it means to to know uh, what it means to know what we're supposed to do next, or what it, how that in order to one of the things that one of the sermons specifically was the, the way that we move in order to to move to the future, in order to embrace the future that God has for us. That means we have to leave where we're at right now, um, and so I think that was like Advent two or Advent three. And so it really allowed us, these passages allowed us to, to again, like address uh, some of the journey that Catalyst Church is on specifically, um, and, as, and at the same time be involved in this, this story that's been going on since, you know, they, they formed the, the season of Advent, you know. Um, so it's been, it was a lot of fun. I so think, the next, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that what was interesting about this, not just Advent, but all of this, the church year from Advent to Pentecost was, I felt like these series worked together more tightly, at least in my head, than they have in other years. Just in the sense of the Advent series, I think, helped us say some things in the Easter season with the Revelation text that we might not have been able to say otherwise. That's true, yeah. Yeah. It's always nice when it, when it works out that way. We do our best, right? <laughs> we try. Maybe we're, just, maybe we're just getting better at it. I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so for after Advent, we went into the season of Epiphany, and this series was really interesting. I remember being on the phone call or on the Skype call with, uh, with Patrick and Jen and JR and myself. I don't know if you were there, Chris, but we were talking about like what to call us in this um, Patrick brought in the idea of this this idea of this movie Fear and Desire because we were talking about you know how do we how do we move forward with calling and um, how do we move forward with our gifts and things like that and it can be kind of scary um, 
And so that's kind of where the series title came from. Are there any standouts in the series for you, Chris? And then we'll hit Jen next. That was the worst movie ever. I watched the movie. <laughs> There's a reason Kubrick didn't want anybody to see it. Is that, is that what you're saying? Right. <laughs> yeah, but the, the imagery was great, and, and utilizing that imagery with the text really helped people think through these texts and their own lives, uh, again, in a way that was challenging. And I think it, it, it connected to the Advent se- season and series in a way that uh, I think it helped these flow together. It was, it was good. Any thoughts, Jen? I struggled with that, with that um, series. I'm not sure why. I just had a hard time connecting with it. I think it was a little too abstract for me. Hmm. Um, and so I had a little bit of a, a tough time, but I made it through. <laughs> <laughs> I know that for us, we didn't, uh, we actually didn't address the movie as much, um, but more just the idea of the fear and desire, um, focusing in on the fact that when we that it's scary sometimes to follow our desires many times in the church we've been told that our desires are bad or our desires are evil um, but what we want to try to reframe for our congregation was that um, the desires of your heart God put there and and if God has has formed you and has made you into this person and has given you these passions and these desires to you know, specifically for for what things that can change the world or things that can make you know bring love into the world and those types of desires for sure. You know, not the not the fleshly desires you know that we we hear about, but but these these desires that those that we don't have to be afraid of them. That that's actually a, a window into calling. It's a window into what we're supposed to do with the rest of our life. And uh, if we can if we can figure out those desires. Um, that we are actually allowed to embrace them, even though they it may be uh, fearful for us. So that's a little bit of how we we approached it. That's interesting, uh, and that's why I like doing this as a group because uh, I very much, as awful as the movie was, the imagery was helpful, and we we came at it from a totally different angle. Just a sense of. Um, that our fears and desires form, we try to form the God that we that mm-hmm. we want to serve out of those fears and desires. And so then that was the hook to bring us back to that, that instead of us trying to form this God, that God then wants to form us. That's awesome. Yeah. And as, like I said, as awful as the movie was, it was really helpful <laughs> in, uh, providing that imagery like i mean i posted the movie i told people i don't know if anyone watched it but i said this is a horrible movie but it has some great imagery of a person who allows their fears and desires to shape the way they deal with the situation mm-hmm. and uh so I, you know it was it was a challenge for sure but it was interesting yeah uh, and then in Lent, we jumped into Lent, and we actually did two completely different series. Uh, one that we came up with a while ago, and then one that um, that we kind of formed pretty late in the game based off of um, – J.R. and I brought it up to the group because it kind of 
felt like we this would be a better thing for us at Catalyst. And then I think Patrick ended up doing System Failure too. But System Failure was one of them, and then Dead Weight was the other. Uh, which one did you guys end up doing, Jen? Which one did you do? We did Dead Weight, and I really liked that series. I felt like it was a good theme. Um, it was really helpful for us to each week be able to see um, in the text that we were in what what was the dead weight that was holding God's people back from what God wanted for them. Yeah. So, yeah, I felt like it was a really good series and, um, you know, we were able, I was able to kind of carry it through like Good Friday and, you know, there's kind of a symbolic like letting go of the dead weight in your life, laying it at the cross, that kind of thing. We did this thing with rocks where we, you know, you held a rock through the whole Good Friday service, like a little stone, and then like at, at whatever point you were kind of like ready to to give that thing, whatever it's been that you've been contemplating throughout this whole series, um, you know, there was an opportunity to come and leave it at the altar um, on Good Friday. So that was kind of neat. That's cool. That's awesome. We ended up doing system failure. Um, we wanted to address, we actually used the series as a way to address some of these big systems in our culture that, in our world, that make it, um, that are broken. And um, each, so each week had, and I had a different system. Um, everything from, we had a, one sermon was on privilege, one sermon was on education, one sermon was on consumerism. And it was really interesting. Jr. Um, had had a, a vision for how these would go out, and and so we were reading through the text, and I, I got to the one that I was doing, which was consumerism, and it was the one where um, where they are entering the land, and the land is finally provided for them, um, and, and I just like was like, uh, and the manna stopped, that kind of thing, and I was just like, I don't, how does this fit with consumerism? But then, like in the outlining process, I really it really connected with me and it, the, the text was able to feed into that idea really beautifully. Um, basically the idea that what, what do you do when, um, when you can provide for yourself, you have a choice. Are you going to take care of the world around you? Or are you going to hold everything in for yourself? Are you just going to, so like when they, when they enter the, like God's been providing for them all along, uh, with the manna, but then, um, when they enter the land, they, uh, they have to provide for themselves. And it, it says the land is flourishing with food for them, you know? Um, so that's the idea like, okay, now that they're providing for themselves, they have a choice. They can, they can take care of the foreigners and the, and those among the Gentiles among them, or they can kind of hoard for themselves. The image of the, the guy that built storehouses, you know, when he had extra grain uh, comes to mind, the story that Jesus told, you know? So it was really, really fun to kind of take a look at these big systems. And it I really kind of shook some of our folks, uh, a lot because we, we talked about these things very straightforward and um, things that they hadn't thought about or things that they had a certain idea about that we kind of addressed it from a different perspective and they, they actually had to have coffee and uh, and talk some things out and that kind of stuff. So I think it was really good for our congregation uh, and that kind of led into, you know, because we've had that brokenness, we kind of it led into the Easter series really well. But Chris, what, which, uh, which series did you choose to do and how did it go for you guys? We did, uh, we did dead weight. Um, it was a very difficult season of Lent for us. I, 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 we always knew that sort of the local congregation that we have very much struggles with, um, 
they sort of have this idea that, yes, they believe in Jesus and they get to go to heaven when they die, but this sense of transformation that goes on in life, they very much struggle with that. I would say almost as an entire congregation. And so working through these texts, uh, there was quite a bit of like, I had several conversations with some people that basically what they, what they said to me was, yeah, that's, that's a really great ideal that we could let go of some of these things in our life, but that's not reality. Mm. And so it was, uh, I mean, it wasn't bad. Right. No, yeah. we, we sort of hit a nerve that, that multiple, multiple people, uh, struggle with. And I'm not sure that we worked through that to the end. I mean, I think that we sort of worked through the series and tried to address some of the hope that we find in scripture and, and in this, this season of Lent, but I, we kind of came away from it. I don't know the right word. It's not frustrated. Like we were upset, but frustrated in the sense of, yeah, people really don't believe that's possible. Mm. So that was that was an interesting dynamic that I don't think we were prepared for, but yeah. ended up framing the series in an interesting kind of way because I felt like we were ending we were ending up trying to make an argument for which there was actual pushback. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's great, and I think that that definitely led into Easter. <laughs> tremendously well, right? I mean, identity crisis being our Easter idea that, that there's this this ideal that God has for the church, and yet the church uh, has a hard time living into that. Um, and and the, the image that we came up with, with the broken mirror, was that, like, the idea that, um, our, that the image that we're trying to uh, imitate or the image that we're trying to look like is Jesus who was crucified. And yet we want to be. We want the roaring lion, but the image that we get in Revelation of of who we're supposed to emulate is a broken, uh, slaughtered lamb, and uh, so it, it shakes us because it's it's difficult to deal with. So out of the brokenness of the system failure or dead weight series, we we find ourselves being told uh, from the book of Revelation who we're supposed to be, um, and and both of you already shared that that was that was really helpful. So uh, Jen, why don't you give us some highlights? What are some of the some of your favorite passages or some of the favorite sermons that you ended up doing? Well, I love the passage where the lion is revealed as the always slaughtered lamb. I mean, that's just awesome. So I had a lot of fun preaching that. Um, And then the week that it was about the wall around the holy city Mm -hmm. and the gates, um, I, I focused a lot on the gate and how, you know, the gates were never closed and kind of this constant welcome of God's kingdom and how as God's people, that should be who we are. Um, People who um, kind of make up this city of God and are the gates Mm. um, and are always open to receiving more. That's awesome. What are some of your highlights, Chris? Yeah, so the lens that Georgia and I uh, used as we work through these texts um, was we borrowed from from Richard's Beck, his his idea that 
well, it's not his idea, the Eastern Christian idea that the fear of death leads to sinfulness or to sin. <clears throat> and we, uh, we use that as a lens to work through these texts. And that was really helpful for some people. Uh, and it helped us frame the Revelation texts in a way that, again, it kind of dealt a glancing blow to some of the ways that people have read Revelation in the past. But I think more than that, um, what we have done and have been doing, and this gave us a chance to be very uh, uh, overt, was to make this argument that the resurrection changes things. It's not just a nice, happy afterthought once your sins are paid for in the death. Mm-hmm. And so we were able to, through the text, and, and we, we integrated the gospel and the revelation text um, together. We worked those together through the, through the sermons. But that help, uh, helped us to sort of narrate uh, why the resurrection is important, not just as some evidence that Jesus is the Son of God, but that it really does have uh, deep impact on our life if we're going to believe that this is something that happened and happens. So it was, and it was a nice breath of fresh air for Georgia and I, because there wasn't pushback from that we were getting from Lent. So that was, it was a lot of fun. That's amazing. That's great. I think the highlight for me um, in our revelation series was like the last revelation week um, where uh, it talks about the every, we kind of piggybacked also on some of the other other moments where this stuff happens too in Revelation, where it talks about every tribe and every nation uh, coming to coming to the river, and we really at the end of the message really honed in on what that would look like, what that might look like for for this idea that every tribe and every nation has been restored and renewed in the holy city. And JR did a fantastic job of setting all of this up and talking about the, the brokenness of, of these cultures, but that in, in the, new, uh, the new city, the holy city, that they are restored. And so he said, what would it look like for, um, for uh, he talked about uh, Islam, uh, and he said, what, what would it look like for, not Islam, a Muslim country, like what would it look like for their cultures to be restored and renewed? You know, the fact that they, they still do all the, the praying and the, the things like that that we do. And so it's like, what, how would it look like in the Holy City for them to be welcomed? How would it look like for the German, German culture and German history and all the things that German, Germany has to offer to the world? What would it look like for them to be restored? And then he went through and just, you know, Japan and China and Africa. What would it look like in this Holy City for all of these cultures to be celebrated and welcomed into the Holy City and restored and renewed? So it, it was just this powerful, like, kind of culmination of the whole series kind of pointing to the fact that oneness doesn't mean that we are all the same, but it, but it means that we can be one within diversity. And that was just like, it was just like the whole series had been building to that point um, in a pretty powerful way. Uh, so that's kind of one of the highlights for us. So, well, as we close out uh, this podcast, what are you, what are you guys uh, planning on doing this summer? Do you have any idea? I can cut this out if we don't have anything to say. <laughs> no, I actually do know what I'm going to do now. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, I am, I'm planning on 
at least for the first uh, like six or seven weeks, uh, the lectionary, I, I usually just stick with the lectionary through the mm -hmm. summer. Um, you know, it's ordinary time, but there are still texts there. <laughs> so yeah. I use yeah. them. Um, so I'm going to follow Galatians. Um, and I think we're, our church is really small and our summers tend to be even lower. So, um, we've done this before in the past, but I think we're going to kind of go to a Bible study model, um, for the summer. So we'll keep normal worship, but during the sermon, it'll be more like a Bible study. Um, so I'm going to, we're going to use N.T. Wright's Galatians, you know, his For Everyone series. Um, so everybody will have that and we'll kind of do a little study through Galatians. So. Nice. Chris, what do you guys got? Uh, we're going to go through parts of the book of Jeremiah. Uh, I think we're going to tag team with Patrick, George and I and Patrick. Cool. Just That's something, awesome. something different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our summer series that we're doing is, uh, we, we instituted last year, well, we started last year doing in our summers, doing a top 10 series where we try and, t try and find things that we can do a top 10 list with. And the, the series isn't con fully connected because, you know, people are out on vacations and stuff like that, but it just gives a nice package for, for getting all these fun, interact, uh, interesting sermons. So last year we did top 10 songs and we had all the songs, you know, um, kind of songs that were in the top 10 when they were on the charts and asked the question, why did they resonate with the culture? And so how does that help us understand what's going on in our culture and what does scripture have to say? Do we agree with what the song says or is it something that we don't agree with and what does scripture have to say about that? Um, so basically trying to exegete a song, which actually helps us exegete a culture because it reson this song resonated with the culture. Uh, and then we kind of address like, allow the text to inform us how we respond as followers of Jesus. So we're doing the same thing this year. We're doing top 10 movies. So we've picked a list of, of the 10, actually 11 movies. We have a bonus uh, animated feature, uh, pre-feature animated show that we're uh, doing uh, Inside Out as the first one. And then, then we'll kick under the, the actual top 10. But um, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of fun movies that we've, that we've picked out. And our, our teaching team has, has picked from a list that JNR put together and um, I think it's going to be really, really interesting and really fun. I've already heard, uh, we've already outlined uh, five of them with our teaching team and they are just really, really solid. One of the ones I'm really excited about is it's her first time uh, preaching at Catalyst and preaching ever. Uh, she's a teacher, but this is the first time she's taught adults and, uh, and she's doing up and the whole, and I can't remember exactly the scripture that she's using, but it's the idea of put on love. And so she's talking about that uh, the image that she's using is the idea of like what you would never think to you would never leave the house without putting on clothes and how how embarrassing is that and that that's one of the biggest worst dreams that we have as people is like that we would get up in front of people and our pants would be off right so it's really awkward and really weird how would what would it look like for us as followers of Jesus to to not put on love or to to, to be so embarrassed about not wearing love in the world that we would feel that way. Uh, so I thought that was a really cool image that she came up with to talk about um, how we should wear love um, for the world. So I'm excited to hear her, her preach that one. Cool. 
Well, uh, where can people connect with you guys online as we finish out this year? Uh, we'll be taking a break. We'll come back a few weeks before Advent to start kicking off the next church year. Um, so before, in the meantime, how can people connect with you, Jen? Um, well, you can find Nexus Community on Facebook. Facebook, uh, I think it's forward slash Nexus Dallas. Cool. Yeah. And uh, what about you, Chris? Uh you can go to, if you just look for Kaga Falls Church of the Nazarene on Facebook, or I'm on Facebook, or my Twitter handle is C-R-P-O-K. And uh, you can connect with us at uh, catrow.org. We got all of our messages up there. And you can connect with me at I am Spraying on all the social media. Uh, thanks so much for uh, listening, and thanks for journeying with us through the church year. And here at Catchy Lefty, we're so excited to be able to provide some stuff for you guys. And if you have any questions at all, don't hesitate to jump on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Catchy Lefty, or even you can jump on our website at catchylefty.com. And so until we see you again, grace and peace. <laughs> <laughs>